In this episode of the Pass the Everything podcast, the scoop covers a little Mark Zuckerberg barbecue endorsement, plus a new scientific development that is going to revolutionize your mornings. We go to Florida for a car burgling man with marinara hands, and then over to Texas for something you do not need to bring to the drive through at Whataburger. Dan Levy has a food-focused TV show coming to HBO Max we're excited about, and we close up with our food high and low moments of the week. Let's eat. From our table in New Orleans, this is the Pass the Everything podcast. Your favorite food podcast. Not going to lie, we are limping. So hungover. This is our first episode after Halloween. Or or Halloween if you're in New Orleans. Right. Yeah, it really is a, a week of festivities here. When it falls on a Sunday, that is also an amazing Saints game. Mm-hmm. We're all still dead. Like, why wasn't everybody allowed to have a day off of work on Monday? Yeah, that should be a thing. I did see it circulating. Or, or two days. Two days would be appropriate. <laughs> Give I, us a weekend after the weekend, please. But so I'm so used to this now, and I'm sure you are too, but I forget now that places outside of New Orleans don't celebrate Halloween for a week, if not longer. Mm-hmm. And so for the past week, there's been nonstop events, people dressing up, lots of alcohol, lots of, you know, themed brunches and mm-hmm. things of that nature. And then everywhere else, it's like, oh, we have trick-or-treating on Halloween night. And then, you know. And then that's it. And then whatever during the weekend. But here, it's like, it's a it's a marathon. It's kind of like the precursor to Mardi Gras, if you think about it. Yeah, there was a house I drove by today um, that had taken the Halloween decorations they had on their porch. Uh-huh. Like of all these skeletons in different positions and stuff. Nice. Not not the skeleton house on St. Charles oh, Avenue. I was like, wait, just like, like the famous uh, Just a one? couple. Okay. No, just like a couple skeletons. Okay. And they had just put like... Santa accessories on them and like <laughs> elf hats and stuff. And like, I was like, I it. really like this person's style. They're like, yeah. I'm not taking down yeah. the Halloween decorations. And that's the only decorations that I accept of Christmas prior to Thanksgiving. It's like, all right, you're throwing like a Santa mm-hmm. hat on a skeleton. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. That's right. the only, only exception. So, We're getting yes. ahead of ourselves. Uh, usually we do the introductions before we start randomly gabbing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are my podcast partner for the sake of the podcast, yes. PTE, who started the Pass the Everything Food Instagram that began this whole journey. And she is Ashley, my wonderful co-host who quit her career in radio to uh, yeah help me launch this whole thing. And um, there's no intros here. We're just too... Well, no, those are the intros. Yeah, usually are, we yeah. give you a little extra tidbit. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah about ourselves, but we're too damn tired. Yeah. Here's a tidbit. I'm tired and, uh, I'm excited for honestly, for this to be over so I can try to relax a little bit because I'm fucking exhausted. So short episode. (laughs) Cause to be quite honest, it's not just us. Like it seems the internet is hungover too, because they're so tired after doing all these, like, we have to have Halloween content and like lists of things like ranking the candy and like the best costumes. and, And so now they're like, Oh, can we just take a break? Yeah. It's because like, they're going to uh, start beating us over the head with Thanksgiving stories soon. Yeah. Or Christmas, which like I just, like kind of prefaced is, is way too soon. And so you're in this weird, like it's purgatory, right? Cause you have daylight savings coming up. 
There's Thanksgiving, which is still a little too far away to start planning out. Mm-hmm. And then you have the way too early Christmas people and they can go fuck off. And right. so it's so just, otherwise, what are you going to post about right now? Yeah, if you're like, a person well, what are you on the talking internet, like about? Soup? It's like, Hey, guess what? It's, <laughs> it's gonna, fall soup. Yeah, soup. And it will be darker earlier very soon. So, Get ready for uh, your sads. Yeah. Prepare to hibernate. Seasonal. Seasonal depression. Disorder. Yeah. Wow. Depression. Uh, okay. Well, that just took a turn. Cool. 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 Uh, let's jump into the scoop, which is where we talk about food that is being discussed in the news. Uh, when we talk about celebrities on this podcast, usually it's like celebrities of a certain, I don't know, either they're like food related celebrities, like a, a famous chef, yeah. a famous like food network personality. Yeah. TV and film for the most part. Usually we don't go into our favorite billionaire Autobot kind of human <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. We also don't have a famous billionaire Autobot person that we adore. And it's certainly not Mark Z. So I'm oh, curious you're to not hear filing him under friends of the podcast. God, no, because he has to be human. He, he is an alien. That's why. Can you be friends with an alien? Right. That's why I called him an Autobot. Yeah. You know, he's masking as a human. Hardly. Have you seen that guy's forehead and eyes? Anyway, so we're going to get way too sidetracked. <laughs> so he's sidetracked. not doing it well <laughs> is what you're saying. No. Like if this were real life men in black, he'd be the first person on the planet. I'd be like, unmask this motherfucker. So the big news and why people are talking about Mark Zuckerberg a lot lately is because Facebook did the whole announcement that they're changing their name of the company mm-hmm. to Meta. Meta. So just like Google is alphabet, but you still use Google when you're searching. Yes. The company will be called Meta and you will still log on to Facebook when you want to go poke people because that is still a function. Apparently. Wait, uh, is it? Are you sure? I feel like you might get like a couple of random weird dudes in your DMs doing like the poke thing. Is that still a, a feature that people use? I don't know. I haven't been poked in a minute. I mean, I, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't wait for somebody to tell us whether or not we need to move right. on. Yeah, it's we getting- we <laughs> anyway, that's not the news that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Breaking and neither news is the Mark Zuckerberg announcement. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> the thing I wanted to share that is pertinent to food. Come back. Really? Come back. Yeah, I'm trying. Come We're back. leaving all this in, by the way. Here we are. All right. Here we are. Reeling me in. He did this big streaming event to make the mm-hmm. big announcement, right? Yeah. About the name change of the company. And it showed him very much attempting to come across as human in front of all these different backgrounds that were very homey, you know, like okay. this is a house that humans have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and He's at like, one point, oh, if so you watched weird. this stream, mm-hmm. if you caught him in front of the bookshelves, yes, eagle eye interneters noticed that one of the bookends behind him was a bottle of barbecue sauce (laughs) because this is how humans decorate their homes, right? Do you have barbecue sauce in your library? I don't, but this is the one thing that I found about him being really like not relatable because no, I don't have barbecue sauce that I use as a bookend. But I find it to be very enjoyable. I'm like, a bottle oh. of sweet baby rays. Even more so. On it, Mark Zuckerberg's yes. bookshelf. Yeah. 
I'm which, all for which it. I'm sure he doesn't have to actually read. He just places his palm on the cover of the book and like yeah, through he, osmosis yeah. gains the knowledge of or the book. Or he scans it with his eyes, let yeah. lasers come out. Something completely his, normal in his world. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm all for it. And Sweet Baby Ray's is a great brand of barbecue sauce. So at least he has good taste. Is but this it's, just kind, like it's a, weird. A, is this an endorsement for him? Like what's, what's no, going on No, because I saw here? the photo and it was kind of turned to the side. So the internet sleuths really had to be like, let me get an, the right angle on that label and see what's uh, going on here. It's not hard like it's a very recognizable yeah, yeah. bottle yeah no i, I you definitely know and it agree. wasn't turned enough so that we couldn't see like he wasn't hiding the fact that it was sweet baby you Ray's. think that meta it'd be hilarious if it was like we're introducing meta, meta. brought to you by sweet baby yes. Ray's. <laughs> but how funny would that be it's like <laughs> his company is under you know like one of the biggest nationals they've ever had that's going to completely change the face of technology and how the world interacts from here throughout the rest of time brought to you by sweet baby Ray's barbecue. <laughs> no, or maybe it's not that it's uh like when I was at the saints game this weekend, you know, there is an official insert, whatever here of the, so like when you go to a game, yes. any kind of professional sports game, it's like official chicken tenders of the new Orleans saints. Yeah. And it's all like the local and companies then, that are yeah, partnered on. Right. That, yeah. Official barbecue Ray's. sauce of meta. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that again makes me like this story so much because it's like out of all of the products and the businesses in the world that they have access to, they went like sweet baby Ray's. This is the move. We're going to announce meta, throw a bottle on the shelf. I really hope this was intentional, but I don't think it was. I really don't. And that's what, that's what adds another weird kind of a level to the story. Why the fuck is there a ball of barbecue sauce? Like, was he snacking before he went on the stream? Put the barbecue sauce up there. So people on the internet seem to think that he is attempting humor by putting oh. it there because previously, yeah, yeah. Okay. Previously, uh, he made this very weird scene with him, like smoking meats. You know, he does this stuff for whatever reason where he tries to, to be relatable, relatable. And like, dude, you're so not relatable. It's no. not even funny. Remember, how uh, remember that one time he posted like those surfing pics? Well, he didn't post them. It looked like paparazzi, but it clearly looked like it was staged, but he was wearing like just full on normal people clothing. And it was really weird. I'm thinking of the photo with him with a full face. It's like white face of, yeah. of sunscreen. Yeah. He had the sunscreen on too, but it's like, he didn't even massage any of it in. Right. And so he, like he was doing white face. Right. Which that's he, what I, yeah. It was really well, weird. White face. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Like you said, so, it's like so, these weird attempts to be relatable to people, but the more he does it, the more he like, creates this chasm between human species and Mark Zuckerberg. So people are thinking that this bookend barbecue sauce was a callback to an event he did in 2016 on Facebook live okay. where he was smoking the meats on the grill and like right next to him was an enormous bottle of sweet baby rays. So that, but so that wasn't intentional. Like he was smoking. Meats. I think the first time it wasn't intentional. Yeah. Wait, he's so like, you think that five years later, he's like, I'm going to play up that sweet baby Ray's video. Yeah. People had so much fun with it on the internet. Supposedly it's his favorite meme of himself is him smoking meats. He said so on clubhouse that the smoking meats meme is his favorite internet joke he's seen about himself. So I guess now clubhouse he's, is he's pretty like, recent. Hey guys, I am in on the joke. <laughs> This is so weird because this is definitely him trying to make fun of himself and be like, look how relatable I am. Look how funny I am. Dude, you're fucking weird. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're weird. Yeah, the whole thing, like him, seen, is very strange. Have we ever seen him physically eat food? Do no. we know that he ingests, no. you know, nutrients no, the way other humans do? No, we've never seen that. 
Like there's like, like the, what the happens video of him to those meats that he smoked? He gives them to his friends, then he retires to his chamber. I don't know. He goes he, into his charging port. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just watches everybody. He's like, oh, that's what it's like. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I don't think anyone's ever seen him. I hope people like send us photos of Mark Zuckerberg just randomly eating at places in public, probably staged. And I feel like he's almost breadcrumbing. Like if you're if you don't have good things to say about the announcement I made here, laugh at this bottle of barbecue sauce. Yeah. Also, and, <laughs> look over oh, here. Hoo-hoo. You want to go into like deeper tinfoil hat time? Always. If that if that was the case, then well done. Because if he's doing like little breadcrumbs to get people like us talking about the fact that he's doing this barbecue sauce thing for a number of years now, we're completely distracted from the fact that he's announcing meta and they're going to be unveiling all this new technology, blah, 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 blah. But the baby race. But the sweet baby race is what everyone's talking about. So in a weird way, if this was intentional, touche, Mark Z. So from technological developments to a science development that is more food focused directly. And I am very excited about this one. And I think I have needed this all my life. Okay. From our friends at Tropicana, Mm -hmm. I guess they hired a science team to create a new invention that is not a new kind of orange juice, but a new kind of toothpaste. Okay. That actually goes with orange juice and doesn't make you feel like you're going to vomit if you drink orange juice immediately after brushing your teeth. When's the last time that you've done the orange juice tooth toothbrushing back to back completely forgetting and then it like ruins your entire day because it really is that bad. It comes with hangovers for me. Like <sighs> if that's what's in the fridge and I'm like, oh, God, I'm so thirsty. And I'm like, oh. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh. It's so bad. And also the number of times I've really wanted orange juice, but needed to brush my teeth. And then I had to make the decision like, well, which one is more important to yeah, me? Yeah, Which this one moment? is happening? And I, it's like, I'm robbing myself of this pleasure. And I, I don't want to have to think about it. I just want a fucking glass of orange juice and to brush my teeth. And unfortunately it's not often at other times in the day where I'm going to drink orange juice. It's, other always, than the breakfast. Morning. it's yeah. always the morning. And, and this is coming from like, I love orange juice, but yeah, I don't, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon, I'm not going to pour a nice right. big glass. Like, right. I, yeah, I do associate it with breakfast. It's hard. But so, now apparently we're not going to have to make this decision. Yeah, because they're creating a special toothpaste. Uh-huh. And I never knew what exactly is the reason for this. Like why those two particular flavors or whatever chemical compounds just create that nasty experience. Mm-hmm. Apparently this new toothpaste does not include, ready for some science? Yeah. Sodium lauryl sulfate. Okay. AKA SLS as an ingredient. It is a cleaning agent that is prevalent in toothpaste that contributes to the bitter aftertaste from brushing your teeth and then drinking orange juice. So when you take that ingredient out, it doesn't make that mix and you don't feel like you're going to puke from trying to get your vitamin C and having clean teeth. But SLS is also the cleaning ingredient in toothpaste. So now I'm curious to be like, okay, so then what are you replacing with it if you're taking the ingredient that helps clean the teeth? Well, that's super secret sauce. They can't tell you that. <laughs> or they're just not doing it. No, I, <laughs> I'm going to start I, getting all these cavities and being like, this toothpaste is great. It's like you realize that it's actually not that good. Like it's not good actually to use for you. But orange juice. To serve its purpose. But, or, <laughs> but orange juice. <laughs> that also has sugar in it. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like You're this paving could, the way to just pour more sugar into your teeth holes. We've just discovered that this whole thing was launched by dentists. And they hired the mm. scientists to get on it so they can get more Five people Five out in. of five dentists. 
dentists agree. Uh, for of once. course, of course you do. <laughs> dentist, man, woman, of course you do. I don't know. I'm, but, but this is one of those things that I actually will try. I'm assuming that there is other cleaning agents in the mixture and not just like the one We're like, well, we took off the thing that actually did a job. SLS so that sounds serious. I don't you're know. just rubbing some stuff that around on like, your teeth. But now it's funny because now I'm picturing you or I doing this for the first time. We have PTSD from this. Like I'm going to, I'm going to like have a glass of orange juice and go to pick up like the toothpaste uh-huh. and my, my hands will be shaking. I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm voluntarily yeah. about to put this toothpaste in my mouth. You and, said it would, so it better. And we're brushing. Okay. And then if it goes wrong, you're like, you lied. Not even if it goes wrong, but even if there's like a 2% hint of like what I've experienced in the past. <laughs> <like, "No!" laughs> I just don't. I don't see it going well. I feel like we're all too traumatized from a toothpaste, orange juice situation. That was hard to say. I had to pause there for a second. So I don't know. I'm tempted to try it. When's the toothpaste come out? Oh. Oh no. 2026. It's, it's only going to be available in the metaverse. In the future. Yeah, yeah. Brought to you by Sweet Baby Ray. like, son of a bitch. <laughs> well, they just say that, unfortunately, it's not for sale. Uh-huh. Instead, uh, you have to go do the social media campaign with Tropicana. And you got to interact with them and try to like win some of the toothpaste. Why can't we just have things anymore? Just sell it to me. Just, just take literally, my money. I'm trying to give you money. How about you take it from me? It's like before we start recording the podcast and you're looking up stories that we can talk about. And it's like, oh, this story looks interesting. Let me click on this link. The second you click on it, an ad pops up. It's like, oh, would you like to read this? Sign it for this. Give me your email here. Contact information. It's like, bro, I just want to read this article. And with the toothpaste, I just want to purchase it. Like I'm literally trying to hand you money and you're turning into like some weird exclusive club mailing list situation. I'm fucking, I'm done, dude. In fact, in COVID, I've been doing the complete opposite where every time I get an email, even if it's something that I subscribed to in the past, I just been reporting everything as spam <laughs> and then just completely removing it. So I'm yeah. in the, I'm in the opposite. You're, you've gone past unsubscribe. You're yeah. like, no, this no. is fishing. I report spam. And then it goes, would you like to also unsubscribe? I click. Hell yes. Yeah. And then the best part is like, then it prompts me to go to a website to like complete the cancellation. And I don't even do that. I'm like, Nope, I've already marked you as spam. Yeah. I'm not going to even go on your site to continue this process. So fuck them. I'm not getting on our toothpaste list, but I will say like, what else were people doing with Tropicana's social media? Like they're trying to find a way to, yeah. to make people interact with them. Yeah, I get that. But also like not because everything what needs social media. You've been, you've been Tropicana juice, been fucking doing this for years. Like why do I need orange juice to have a Twitter account? So do they you know can be in the metaverse. <laughs> Stop it. With sweet baby rays. Right. Mother of God. <laughs> but I will say the, the post that I'm looking at, they're answering all your questions. Uh-huh. It says, yes, it's real. Yes, it works. Mm, Yes, it's amazing. And I have to guess if it is so amazing, this social media stunt Mm -hmm. will have to turn into a for-profit like sale of this stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the whole point of everything they're doing. And I understand that aspect of it, but you're still not getting my contact information. I'm not signing up for a toothpaste club. I'm not going to follow Tropicana on Twitter or Facebook or the metaverse or whatever the fuck. I'm not going to put on a VR helmet and brush my teeth. Like I'm not going to do any of that shit. <laughs> Where am I going to find this in the grocery store? Yeah, just, let, be... just let me know when I can walk into a CVS and it's there. For right. Me. Like, is it going to be next to the orange juice or is mm. it going to be with the rest of the toothpaste? 
Are you going to have to if move they, over the crest in the Colgate so you can they put were, the... If they were smart, they would actually find a way to like put it in the refrigerated section next to the orange juice. Because how cool would that be yeah. if you're shopping for it and right next to it is the toothpaste to go along well, with it? Well, you know what? On the jug of Tropicana, oh, you need you to put a coupon, there. right? That you Because yeah. I love coupons. Yeah. Be like... A or, like dollar a little, off. or like a little sampler. No, you can't do that. People would just be like ripping that right off. Yeah. Like a little thing. But like no, that. like buy this jug of orange juice and get a dollar off of this crazy mm. new toothpaste. Look, it's right here. I like that. Over to the right. Or even like the, the coupon could have like an arrow pointing to like which direction down yeah. the aisle. Well, that's what I was doing, but nobody can oh, see. Okay. Gosh, I didn't know if you <laughs> were right like here. trying to visualize us being at the store right now. Okay. No. Are we at the store? I honestly feel like this podcast has just been us doing shit for free so other marketing companies can listen to us, but that's a good idea. Let's take that. We're idiots. Yeah, we are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Here's all of our best ideas. We need to have, what do they call it, a Patreon where people have to subscribe? I actually thought about that. Us. Yeah. And like leave it wide open, like $1. So when I go cent. back in editing, I'm just going to put the sensor beeps over all the stuff that could be proprietary yeah. ideas. Well, the entire what, podcast. What they will should be really with- do is. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. It's going to be a 30 minute beep. And then it's going to be like, all right, you ready for your food high and low? Like, right. <laughs> that's exactly what the episode is going to To gain access to the exclusive content, <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon here. Which by the way, there's no set price. So for one cent, you can go in and take all of our ideas. Thanks for listening to a bleep right, episode. Right. God. Again, fucking ourselves over. So stupid. You know who else fucked himself over? A dude in Florida. Of course. I know you like a food criminal. Yes. This is like a foodie and a criminal all in one. He didn't necessarily like break any food laws, but he broke some real laws while enjoying some food. And I kind of say I love him for it. He is lovably dumb. Okay. Thank you, Florida man. That's where they always are. Yeah. You know, if you look at a, a criminal handbook, if there is such a thing, maybe one of the biggest pieces of advice is like, don't leave a trail. Yeah, I mean, as a general rule of thumb, if you are committing various acts of crime, you would think your number one priority would be not to leave evidence, right? Tell that to this dude named Dewey Smith. Okay. He didn't get that memo. He broke into a bunch of cars last week. Uh, He did it while eating a pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Police found marinara on the handle of one of the vehicles. Oh, no. Down the street, they found his empty pizza box. You keep going, directed them to another car that had been broken into. There was literally a trail. So wait, he actually had a trail of pizza. So the box marinara, like a literal. Like, are you also leaving pepperonis? Is this Hansel and Gretel? But like car break-ins and pizza? Yeah, that would be good. Make his way back to the original spot. Well, a neighbor told police that he also stole the remnants of a little Caesar's pizza that she had thrown out. Like she was done with it. And he was like, wait, wait, wait. So he had his own pizza. That he was leaving at not only at the scene of the crime, but on his way to the other crimes. And then somewhere along committing these crimes, runs out of pizza, neighbor throws out some little Caesars, and he gets some little Caesars now, but is also continuing to drop the little Caesars breadcrumbs. It says unclear if that was the first original pizza or a second pizza. Analysis hasn't returned yet. That's right. it. Yeah. Right, that's right, what's right. going on. Right. Yeah. Because they need to check the marinara that's on the door handle and then compare it to the box that was in the road. And, mm. but he also was walking around with a plastic bag full of credit cards that I assume are stolen as well. Oh, of course. So anyway, the police, the authorities followed this whole trail. They found him. He still had all the credit cards. Uh huh. Sounds like he was done with the pizza by this point. Okay. He told the deputies 
you got me red handed. No, he was probably talking about like, you Did know, he say the credit cards that he had in his hand, but remember mm. he left the marinara he's on got, the door handle. Yeah. So. He's got marinara. He literally has marinara hands. He's red handed. Quite literally red handed. Yes. Oh my God. Wait, did he say that ironically? Do you think that he was in on the joke kind of like, oh, you caught me red handed? I don't know. I have to wonder since it's a Florida story, there's no mention of like meth or any other kind of drugs. Yeah. You know, but I, I hate to assume that that was probably also involved. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of hope not. I just want him to be like a really, really multitasking criminal. Like I'm hungry. I love pizza. Also need to commit some credit card theft. Yeah. Knocking well, I mean, out two things. And I'm not really thinking things through. Right even now. if you're doing bad stuff, your body still needs fuel, you know? Yeah. I uh, know. I'm, I'm totally with you there. I hope that it's not a scenario where he's like just abusing a bunch of shit. And I also hope that he was being ironic and was making a joke when he got arrested. Are you imagining like, you caught me red handed. You got me red handed. Yeah. Like, like just nope, making nope, a nope, mockery. Nope. Like, yeah, dude, I, I know I'm leaving this bread trail of pizza for you to find me. Like, <laughs> I'm well aware of what I am doing. I also have a giant Ziploc bag full of credit cards. Like what, what do you expect from this situation? He's going to go buy more pizza fraudulently. Yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> if that's all he was doing was using the credit cards, just purchase more pizza. And if to you then do it, eat while robbing credit cards. It's like just a cycle. It's like, this is just what he you does. What? If you only buy like a pizza, like every other day yeah, how many on a cards different card every time, well, like it's going to take a long time to catch him. I right? No, you got to keep the authorities off your trail to some degree. You got to get some pizzas in you. We need to hide this in the Patreon because we're giving <laughs> criminals ideas. Bleep out this entire segment. Somebody's yeah. going to steal my purse and <laughs> buy pizzas on my account and yeah. I don't even get to eat the pizza. By the way, well, if it's a Papa Domino's, John's stuff cross, you know, it's me. So. Domino's still will not deliver to my house every time I've tried to place an order. So now I think I'm cock blocked. You're, well, you're out of the zone, but they are cock blocking you on the pizza. Well, how am I out of the zone? If my neighbor is in the zone, I think they have blackballed my address and I would like someone from Domino's to contact me. If you need to add, need to add Domino's and be add like, Domino's. yo, you are pizza cock blocking me right now. Like what is going on? My house, that was blocked from Domino's. Actually, no, they were blocked from Papa John's, but I was just out of the territory and then I oh. moved. Now I'm back in the PJs and so okay. I'm good to go. Okay. Eating a lot of that and staying away from the Domino's. Got it's it. all It's all preference. My next story in the scoop takes us over to our next door neighbors. Yeehaw, it's Texas. Yeah. And it is a very Texas story. Okay. Like if I just give you the quick synopsis, a man was showing off his gun. Check, Texas. To a woman while they're waiting together at a Whataburger drive-thru in Texas. Oh, double check Texas. Yeah, Whataburger. Yeah, Hello. 100%. At 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing when you're in line <laughs> at a Whataburger at 3 a.m.? Well, you're speaking on personal experience. Mm-hmm. I am not all too sober. Right. And I'm just trying to patiently wait for my food because I really want those fries. It's unclear who was driving the car that they were in while he's showing her the gun. I picture him flipping it around like in the old Westerns, like he's, you know, doing like trolling it around his finger. He's pretending to put it in a holster. Like if I'm really drunk and I have a gun on me, it's probably what I'm doing. Is he in the driver's seat? Is he in the passenger seat? Either way, it seems like she had her hands on the gun at one point Uh huh. because she ended up shooting him in the arm <laughs> in the car. Oh, no. I, we can kind of laugh because he's in stable condition. Yeah, we're, he laughing, did not die. Be, we're laughing because he's okay. He's fine. Yeah. I want to remind you that guns are not toys. Mm-hmm. Probably don't wave them around at three in the morning in right. a burger because you want to look cool for the girl you're hanging out with. They don't go great with whatever combo you were trying to order, who I assume you did not get that combo because now you got to go to the hospital with a gunshot wound at 3 a.m. 
Yeah, and not only did he not get it, but everyone behind him. I was about they, to say, are they I would going be to get so their food? Pissed. Like, do you shut down the water burger? Like, because now it turns into an active scene. Like, the police are going to have to look into it. I don't know. Like, if I'm one car behind them and I'm like right there, I like I can see the intercom. You know, like when you like come around the corner of a drive-through, you can kind of see the menu. Mm-hmm. And you already know what you want, but you're like, let me take a look in case they change anything, which you never do. Mm-hmm. And it's so Whataburger. Yeah, it's Whataburger, whatever. And um, and yeah, and they're the car in front of you, and all of a sudden you just see you hear like a pop, and then you know, shit's going down. I'm really upset. Like, one, is he okay? Whatever, but also I'm trying to get my food and go home now. Cause if he's okay, there's no need for me to not get my food here. Can I get out of my car and like walk up to the thing and like go? Yeah, over? that's what I'm saying. Like they're not going anywhere except for to a hospital. Why can't I get my burger and fries? Yeah. Now the whole line can't move until the ambulance comes and parks next to him and takes him out. And then. So because he's dumb, I suffer. That's what you're telling me. Who's moving the car? I don't know. There's a lot. We have a lot of questions. (laughs) A lot of questions. You need to follow up on this story. I need you to answer for yourself. I don't know that anybody will, but. No, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, this. I almost said this story made its way across my desk. What desk? There's no desk. There's no desk. But I feel like this is probably not that the first really time. That seemed really official though. Yeah. Like you're sitting at your desk and then yeah. like an intern came in. Oh, I got a hot lead for yeah, you. Like, <laughs> Past the everything news desk. <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> That's amazing. I have a feeling though that this is maybe not the first time that something exactly like this has happened in Texas. No, I mean, there's across, you know, the world, especially the United States, but yeah, Texas is going to have like some weird Whataburger three in the morning incidents. In fact, I guarantee that out of all the three in the morning Whataburger incidents, this one is probably kind of actually lower on the like weird radar. Does that make sense? Like, they probably seen a lot of weird shit go down at Whataburger. Three I wonder if it's the training manual, like, oh, that happened again. It's a code 542. They might just cross train from Waffle House employees to Whataburger employees yeah. Yeah. in Texas. Be like, hey. You're going to see some shit. We're open late. There's a lot of people here. We're going to bring in this person from a Waffle House. They've been through a lot of shit and they're going to give you some hands-on training about how to de-escalate. <laughs> now I want Whataburger. I know. I now I'm hungry. Whataburger in years. But we do have Bud's Broiler and they don't know what they're missing out on because Bud's is delicious. And people don't get shot there that often as far as I know. As far as, yeah, but I'm what also there slogan. in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> people don't get shot here. As far as we know, shrug emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward to my next food and entertainment focus. Okay. One of my very favorite people from one of my very favorite shows. And I just learned today that we do not have this in common. You are not a mm-hmm. mega fan of Shit's Creek the way I am. Yeah. Okay. You're teaming me up to, for me to get a lot of hate messages and that's okay. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> no, like I've just... Honestly, like I've only seen bits and pieces of episodes at really critical moments. And so I've never, and because of that, it's kind of steered me away from watching the show. I know just by like, you know, hearing oh, people you mean talk like it about was it. on and, and yeah, somebody like, else's. Yeah, exactly. And so for me, it's also one of those shows that I know I'll fall in love with, but I've also seen bits of episodes where I'm like, oh, I probably should have, you know, watched this on my own mm-hmm. after I've received the two seasons of backstory first. So I will watch it. I know I will love it. I just haven't gotten around to it. Because Dan Levy is getting a food focused show. Yes. That is going to shine a little spotlight mm-hmm. on culinary heroes across the country. I'm thinking it's like top chef, but yes. like for normals. Yeah. For normies. Hosted by Dan Levy. And it's going to be an HBO Max series. Ooh. Featuring one of our favorite meals of all. It is going to be called the Big Brunch. Okay. 
I mean, it, it sounds like a heartwarming thing. There's going to be a life altering prize. Uh-huh. And this is like we said, for normal people, they're taking auditions now. Oh, so you can actually audition for this. Yes. People over the age of 21, you do not have to have a specific amount of cooking experience. Okay. But he's looking for the people who create communities around their cooking. You know, whether it's in a diner, a food truck, you know, anything, somebody who is a local culinary hero. Okay. Competing for this unnamed life altering prize. And I have to assume it has brunch as the focus because why yeah. else would it be called that? Yeah. If nothing else, if I don't really connect with any of the people, I can just put it on mute and watch yeah. them make brunch food. Yeah. And also watch Daniel Levy do his thing because he's one of like the most easiest humans on the planet to love. Like he's just adorable. So, and that says a lot for someone who doesn't even watch the show. Yeah. But I know him and I'm a fan of him and his dad. Like they're both so talented and mm. just great people, but also best eyebrows in the biz, great eyebrows. <laughs> so you have him and also HBO max sold because I'm just a big fan of everything that HBO does. Their production quality is usually tops. I'm a fan of pretty much every show they put out there. And this sounds better than top chef because I guarantee Daniel Levy, they're going to do their background research and the people that they have on their show, oh. they're not going to have some chef show up and win the whole fucking competition and come to find out he's been sexually harassing employees uh, at his restaurant for the past year. I forgot year. about that. And then do the whole thing where we're like, oh, we had no idea. Yes, you fucking did. So F you top chef. I'm watching this show instead. And I do like how it's focused on local kind of the culinary heroes. So if you're listening to this and if you fall under that umbrella or you, or you know, know somebody that does... Give them a heads up and apply. You never know. Like you might get selected to be on the show. The link, and it just sounds like a lot of fun. The link is thebigbrunch.castingcrane.com. Crane, like as in a crane, like C-R-A-N-E. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Bigbrunch.castingcrane.com. The Big Brunch. The Big Brunch. See, I'm already fucking it up. .castingcrane.com. I like it. Tell them that we sent you. And when you win... Maybe you can share some of that life altering prize yeah. oh, you or know what? just cook us brunch. I really, I also <laughs> really like how the grand finale, the prize is kind of confidential. Most shows don't do that. Like, you know, you know, top chef quarter million dollars, the, you know, food and wine magazine, blah, blah, blah. However, for this show, it's like, it's incentive to watch it and also tune into the last episode. I want to see what the winner's going to get. I'm genuinely curious now. We might have to watch You're going to have to wait until sometime in 2022. Uh, well, Which gives you plenty are, of time yeah. to fall more in love with Dan Levy by watching Shit's, Shit's Creek, Creek. Yeah. the entire series yeah. and also, between I mean, now and 2022. You got time. That makes sense because if they are you know, doing auditions right now and people can apply, then they're not even in the process of filming yet. So, of course, I should expect you know mid to late next year. I'm very excited. I'm very hungry. There uh -huh. is a deadline, uh, December 17th. Okay. So what? Two months? What depending day on it? when you listen to this <laughs> uh, month and a half. Yeah. Depending on whenever you listen to this. Yeah. So get on it. If you know a food hero or if you like are one, go for it. Yep. Do your thing on TV with Dan Levy and then invite us to the finale, please. Yeah. To hang out because we're the reasons why you're there. Not because of your talent. You're welcome. <laughs> and also share your prize and we'll fucking sue you. Speaking of finales, do you want to wrap up the episode with our food high and low moments of the week? Yeah, let's do it. What um, you got? You want to go first? I can go first. So as we mentioned in the beginning of the pod, very hungover, just really slow. Like I don't have a headache. Yesterday was really bad. Like my body just felt really mm -hmm, tired, but mm -hmm. I feel like I'm in the last stages of kind of getting over the Halloween hangover. I will start off with the high prior to Halloween. I went to Seaworthy 
which is a, you know, a seafood slash oyster bar slash cocktails and great food in New Orleans. And I was there for happy hour and I had their seafood gumbo. So good. And I've never had their gum before. And it was just really, really good. They have actual crab legs in their gumbo, andouille mm-hmm. sausage, shrimp. Yeah, I'm just a big fan and um, priced relatively cheap too. So big, big fan of that. My food low is yesterday. You know how like, okay, and maybe it's just me, but when I'm really hungover, mm-hmm. for some reason, what makes me feel better while also telling myself in my head, I'm a piece of shit is to like continuously punish my body with bad or greasy foods. So all I want when I'm hungover is one carbonation. Okay. So I want like the biggest Coke I can find. Okay. And then I also want a really greasy hamburger or like a chicken sandwich or something like that. And even though I know later I will regret eating it in that moment, it's all I want. So I went to Popeye's. Oh yeah. You're like, I'm already here in the dumpster. Yeah. (laughs) And for some reason it's like this weird dynamic within myself where it's like, this is all I need, but also I fucking hate myself. So I know this is terrible for me, but so were the choices that I made yesterday. Exactly. So So there's, I'm I'm already like down here. I'm just going to keep kicking myself while I'm down. So I went to Popeye's. It's the, it's the two wrongs make a right philosophy. Or I just need to see a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) No. So, um, I went to Popeye's and I just got, you know, the spicy chicken sandwich meal large did not disappoint. Love the chicken sandwich. I wanted to, I forget what I wanted. Oh, I asked for mac and cheese as a side and I go, we don't do mac and cheese. And I don't know why I always forget that for some reason. Like in my mind, they do mac and cheese. Someone else does mac and cheese, but it's not Popeye's. (sighs) Is it it churches? It's, I, I don't KFC. go to either of those places. I wouldn't know. I know. That's the fucking issue. I am a tried and true Popeye's girl. I, I don't really mess with anybody else who does fried chicken. Well, I've been apparently to another fast food fried chicken <laughs> spot in the past and they had mac and cheese. Now I associate that with Popeye's because I eat Popeye's all the time. So I went to ask for mac and cheese. They were like, sir, we don't have this. And also you've asked us for this every time you, that you've been here because you, you live real mad. close. But I did get the extra biscuit. So that was what I got from my side and a large Coke. So I consumed all of that. Felt great in the moment. <laughs> 10 minutes afterwards, stomach is destroyed. Great. Hate myself again. Great. Back to being hungover on my couch. And that's where I, you know, proceeded to spend the rest of my day. So that was my low. My uh, weekend goals, you know, as we posted on the Instagram was. Yes. Eat, drink, and be scary. I like it. Did it. Yeah. It is really hard for me to pick a high. Okay. Because I have so many. Because you're just riding a high right yeah, now. Yeah, it was a great, it was a great weekend. I'm going to go with our um, spooky Saturday brunch at Cafe Amelie. Ooh, very we nice. are a big fan of Cafe Amelie here on the pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was one of the groups where you go and you know that you're ordering a bunch of stuff to all like pick at and share and pass around. Yes. It's the best way to do it. Whole bunch of appetizers. What did we get for our appetizers? Ooh, we got the pepper glazed shrimp. With the chili pepper glaze. Yeah. Really good. We got the salmon cake with the lemon Tabasco cream sauce. Lemon Tabasco cream sauce? mm -hmm. Okay. We got the country poutine with those roasted potatoes. Oh, wow. So yummy. A little taste of Canada down here. We got a bunch of cocktails. Yeah, of course. Mine was the seasonal one with, I don't even remember what was in it, except for this edible flower that I thought was the silliest thing ever. (laughs) You know, edible flowers sound so fun and festive until you realize it's just going to taste like a flower. Yeah. Or there's the one that makes like your mouth actually go numb. There's that one too. I forgot the name of that flower specifically. (laughs) Wait, did you do like an an overall, because we haven't talked about this. Did you do like a group 
theme for the dress up or did everybody like, Hey, show up here. Just make sure you're in costume. For some reason, the theme was cats. Okay. So what do you mean for some reason? That's like your thing. <laughs> I am a cat. That's lady. like them being like, for some, that's like you being like, for some reason, the theme was my life. Like, yeah. <laughs> for like, some reason, like, the food. Oh, be a cat. I, I'm pretty sure I can pick out, I have the 30 ears that yeah. I own and all the cat stuff. Yeah. You're good. Look, I only own one pair of cat ears and mm. multiple leopard print tops. So I just there wore one of those. Yeah. Problem so, solved. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Uh, and then my breakfast sandwich was really good. The funny thing about the the flour and the cocktail is mm-hmm. I ordered more than one and we were joking with the server about it. The second time I ordered one, it came with a really tiny flour because I guess I didn't eat the first one. And I was like, oh, oh they're like, you're not worried. Don't waste yeah. the good ones on her. She's yeah. not even eating them. Yeah. You get like the pile of like thrown to the side flowers, the little yeah. ones. Yeah. Cafe Amelie is great, but keep in mind for brunch, they close at three. So mm. no messing around. You got to know what you want. Got to get yeah. there. Don't waste the server's time. Yeah. They're like running up and down stairs to take care of you. It's a whole thing. Yeah, that's an event. And I, and I like you kind of sharing that with people because a lot of times, you know, brunch can go a lot later than three o'clock and if people are well, yeah. busting their ass up and down some stairs. At least you can do is like some research in advance to know what you want to eat. So you don't hold them up. And a lot of times brunch is the kind of thing where you're like, Oh, there's going to be 15 of us. And you're like, great. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally sitting outside in the courtyard were yeah. 15 women in witch hats. So, Oh shit. You know, ours was a much more manageable cat table. Yeah, that's a lot. And you know what? Those groups aren't bad, but everybody has to be on the same page. They're not. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to give people some credit here. I was gonna, They're not bad if one, like they're all, all on the same page and they're also being courteous and respectful of the restaurant yeah. and not just being like, we're going to do whatever we want and we mm-hmm. don't care. Oh, and then by the way, you get a 15% tip mm-hmm. on our check. Yep. That's a giant fuck you. Yep. My low is not actually low terrible. It's okay. just a slight inconvenience. Mm-hmm. I finally got to try something that is right down the street from my house. It's been open for a minute and I just never ended up, for whatever reason, the plans never connected. Okay. Union Ramen on Magazine Street. Oh, you finally, Union Ramen I is so good. finally got to Union Ramen. However, yeah. we didn't think that like maybe on a Friday night we should call ahead. Mm. they were bumping inside. So yeah. it was the first like really chilly night. Okay. We we're like, well, well chilly in New Orleans, by the way, it's 65 sure, degrees fine. here. Yeah. <laughs> but the vibes were so great inside and we wanted to be part of that, but we also had plans for right after and we didn't okay. have the luxury of time to be like, yeah, we'll wait for a table for the next, you know, half an hour, however yeah. long it's going to take. Cause it's really crazy packed. Okay. So we sat outside and it was like slightly cold and like it would have been better inside when our ramen like stayed really like hot and delicious. Instead, it kind of cooled off quicker than it was still amazing, but I had to eat faster than I really wanted to, to get it while it was hot. Yeah. And you're also like, like you said, you showed up being like, Oh, we're just going to pop in and be like, Oh shit. It's a Friday night at a really popular ramen spot. That was dumb of us. It is. That's our fault. Sometimes these things happen, but no, that place is really enjoyable. Something that I think, a lot of people that are not too familiar with New Orleans might not know the Asian food game here is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. I mean, there was already like a really large Vietnamese population, especially on the West Bank or, you know, across from yeah, yeah. across the Mississippi from New Orleans. And um, I don't know, especially over the past couple of years, that's a big thing that I've noticed. Probably the biggest thing is that this city has really, really accepted Asian food culture. And it's been really exciting. And like, you know, did ramen places are popping up all over the place. Thai food has been Mm -hmm. a big thing. So we're getting a lot of variety here. 
And I want to say that they were the union ramen folks, especially mm-hmm. I posted about it on the story. I was like, by the way, you should call and like make a reservation. Yes. And they were so nice. They reached out. We're like, Hey, sorry. We were so busy. Yeah. But I'm like, that's not something you should apologize yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, congratulations on you being so busy. Yeah, that congratulations that you're making a lot of money and everyone loves your food. And so it yeah. was actually adorable because we got to sit outside and watch like little kids in costumes, even though it wasn't trick or treating night yet. Yeah. Like we were sitting at a table next to a tiny koala that decided to make her escape from the zoo. <laughs> She's like running around next to our table. <laughs> It was fine. That's pretty cool. That's a very uh, New Orleans Halloween picture. That's nice. Yeah, it was really cute. Yeah. That's it for me, though. That's that's the end of this week's episode. That's all I got to. I, I hope that we are reinvigorated more by the next time we speak to you. But we appreciate you spending some time hanging out with us and letting us talk to you about food and stuff for a little while. Uh, you can follow up with us on social media at PTE Pod. Come back for seconds. <laughs>